0: Welcome to the third edition of the Rugby League In My Opinion podcast. Today, I'll be answering some of your questions. Alrighty guys, here we are. The third instalment of the Rugby League In My Opinion podcast. No guests today. I will, however, be answering some of your questions that you guys sent in via the Instagram story. So without further ado, let's get cracking with the first question. We got a question here from Alan, who says, Why don't you think the Knights will make the finals in 2020? Well, there's two main things for me. First, the rookie coach. Um, obviously, a coach doesn't get relieved from their duties or sacked unless you know there is a bit of a problem at the club, and the club's not in the best place with that coach. So rookie coach Adam O'Brien has got to come into the Newcastle Knights and really try to get a team who on paper should be playing finals into the finals they're obviously not in the best state at least at the end of 2019 they weren't they lost i believe it was 54 to 10 to the Penrith panthers in the last round of the season he's got a lot of work to do Um, he's had a couple of great tutors in craig bellamy at years for the melbourne storm as his assistant and the assistant uh, last season for trent robinson at the sydney roosters so you know he's he's definitely had the right training but you know straight away in his first season at a team like the knights who are very much underperforming a team with multiple stars uh, i i don't know i don't know we've obviously not seen enough of adam o'brien to be able to um to be able to judge his coaching credentials and i certainly won't be um after the 2020 season as he does have a fairly big job but you know if we do look at his tutors as i said um, then he he should eventually be okay and eventually get Newcastle where they need to be. The other thing is too much reliance on Mitchell Pearce, and I've spoke about this on the page before. Now, obviously, yes, to a certain extent, you have to rely on your halfback and your captain the most. So they got that right. But it is getting beyond silly, I think. it is The reliance is just way too much. Whenever Mitchell Pierce is in form, Newcastle are in form and they usually win. Whenever he's not, they usually lose. Now, with most halves, you can sort of make that argument, but this is completely, you know, this is way too far. It is, you know, if Mitchell Pierce is having a bit of an off game, well then the rest of the Newcastle Knights players just seem to drop and, you know, there's no real effort to win. Uh, that's sort of what I'm getting at, their mentality. You know, Pierce will still be putting in an effort. This is nothing on Mitchell Pierce, but if he's having an an off game or something, it's the rest of his teammates that aren't sort of picking up the slack. And, you know, when you're talking multiple state of origin uh, representatives here that aren't, you know, stepping up just because one player is having a bit of an off day, then it, it starts to become a worry. You know, if Mitchell Pierce is having a bit of an off game, it's got to be guys like, Calen Ponger or Connor Watson, I know Ponger's not in the halves anymore, but sort of gotta come into the attack and sort of at least try some things, you know, say to Pierce, you know, having a bit of an off game, I'm gonna take control for a bit. And because, you know, if Mitchell Pierce is playing playing Paul, sorry, he's the one that's gotta try and get himself out of that rut. And that can be really hard. And he's not really had the assistance of his teammates to sort of take the pressure off him a little bit. Uh, hopefully, I believe Connor Watson will be playing in the halves with Mitchell Pearce next year. Connor Watson is a better half than a hooker, uh, so I hope we do see Connor Watson sort of take on a little bit more control and a bit more responsibility next season. And I hope you know, Kalen Ponga sort of comes in a bit more. He he was he was all right when he first moved back to fullback, and Newcastle were playing well. But as I said, when Mitchell Pearce's form sort of dropped, he sort of dropped with with that. When I, I feel like he should have been pushing forward a bit. And taking a bit more ownership and in defense you know if newcastle having a poor game in attack mitchell pierce is lacking a bit of direction it's the defense that's kind of got to step up as well to try and stop the opposition from furthering their lead so you know there are multiple things the newcastle knights can do to sort of get around this reliance on mitchell pierce and i believe the reliance has sort of been brought on a bit by the media especially when newcastle win form. He was the one getting all the plaudits, I guess you could say. He was the one um, you know, getting selected for Origin. He was the one in Origin Talks for Ages. He was the one getting all the Dalian points. Uh, so I feel like you know, that sort of affected Newcastle, all the accolades, I guess you could say, Mitchell Pierce was getting and all the media hype. I'm not going to say the rest of the players reacted bad because they didn't. They sort of agreed with the media and thought, well, you know, He's having such a big impact on us, which I think it might have been perpetrated you know, a little bit by the media to the point where the players sort of thought, oh, wow, you know, if we don't have Mitchell Pearce, we're not going to win any games. But that's not the case because we're not talking about the Newcastle Knights of 2016 here. I believe it was 2016 when they had that shocker of a season when they won one game. We're talking about a Newcastle Knights side with multiple state-of-origin players. Newcastle Knights side that was expected to make the finals. And I don't know if they'll overcome that over-reliance straight away, and I don't know if it'll be enough, to be honest. So that's why um, I don't think Newcastle will make the finals in 2020. Up next, we have a question from Joshua, who asks, what would you say to someone looking to create a page? First and foremost, original content. So I'm talking if you're an Instagram or Facebook page, for that matter, whenever you post, it's an original photo. That you've created in Photoshop or whatever. That you post with the content. Your profile picture. Original logo. I always see people with just NRL logos. And generic logos. And you know you can't really separate them. You don't really see enough effort put into it. Why should I put the effort into liking or following your page. If you don't have enough effort to at least create an original logo. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, creating even as I said, even with photos you upload for posts, the thing is we live in an age where we're really visually stimulated. So if a person's attention isn't caught by that photo for that post, they it doesn't matter how good your content is, they will not read. They will not read on. It, it it's just as simple as that. Basically, uh, even if you're not that good, right, with photos or whatever or editing, uh, literally just black or white background, whatever, literally just write your page's name, type your page's name out and stick it as your profile picture because then that separates your page from the others and also original page names, guys, you know, uh, it's a bit flattering, it's a bit of an honour but there are that many rugby league in my opinions or a variation of that out there and, you know, I know I was the first to have that name because I came up with it so I see these pages with variations and I know they're just taking it from me. I, I see so many, you know, insert name, here's Rugby League column. We all know who does that. We've got, you know, variations of NRL Roast, um, Rugby League Guru and stuff like that. Um, and people will work it out because obviously, I, I don't have a huge following obviously, but I've got sort of a decent enough following where, you know, a good number of people within the community will obviously see you have a similar page name to mine, they say, well, he's just taken that from Rugby League, in my opinion, that's a bit lazy, and then they won't go and follow or like your page. So, guys, original. It's got to be original posts, original profile pictures, original page name, even if you're not that good at photos, um, at photo editing, you still just got to have something. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't look that good at first at least you're separating yourself from other pages. So that's a big one for me. Another thing is you're going to cop a fair bit of criticism. People just seem to be mean online. Some people in the rugby league community, um, especially. And, you know, it's not everyone, but, you you know, you always have those group of people that just look to put you down, that just look to, you know, make you feel like crap. It's okay to block those people, I've come to learn. You know, I used to be, oh, I don't want to block people, whatever, but... Yeah, I've gone through times personally where I'll just have a really bad day where I cop a lot of criticism and just ruins my day, puts me in a really bad mood and you know, I don't deserve that. You know, someone having a go, I know a lot of you listening out there will agree and you know, I've seen a lot of other pages cop criticism as well. So guys, don't be afraid to block someone if you, know, you are genuinely being made to feel like crap. And if they're not contributing to your page, if they're, and if they're doing it to your followers as well, if they're just out there to, you know, make people feel like crap, then get rid of them. Simple as that. Um, for YouTube channels, I'd say if you were probably 16 or younger, and I know this might sound a bit ageous, but I wouldn't be getting in front of a camera. And I sort of learnt this the hard way when I was younger with past pages, YouTube channels, whatever. Uh, people just don't take it seriously. Even every now and then, I'm 19 years old, you know, I still get people, I've got a bit of a baby face, mind you, but I still get people commenting every now and then, you know, how old are you? Oh, you're just a toffee or whatever. So, you know, people, it doesn't matter how good your opinion is or how much knowledge you have of the game, you know, unfortunately for some, especially the older generations, a, a lot now I don't, won't mind if younger people are, you know, sort of, um, starting up pages and giving their version of the game and giving their perspective, a lot of people are becoming a lot more open to that and thinking you know it is actually possible for a younger person to have a sound knowledge of the game, but unfortunately the older generations because in general right we haven't lived for as long, um, you haven't uh, I guess experienced as much in life they just compare that to rugby league which it really isn't true. Um, you know we're watching the same game at the same point in time rugby league isn't different for younger people and older people right now it's the exact same product so yeah you should be able to fairly give your opinion unfortunately that doesn't happen and that comes down to you know a bit of the insults as well and as I said you know even though it's unfortunate people will probably not take you seriously and that will harm you a little bit so I'd say if you're starting off and you're a bit younger even if you do have the knowledge and I learned this the hard way you, you just can't get in front of that camera you know you've got to upload different types of content if you are a rugby league youtuber though um you are a bit older or whatever try to not just sit in front of the camera and talk the whole time and i mean for a visual aspect have photos pop up on the screen have descriptions have transitions etc you know i Ages ago, I, I used to, if I wanted to talk about something, I'd literally just sit down and talk about it and it'd barely get any views because there's nothing visually stimulating. As I said, it's a visual stimulation. Um, is that even a word? Stimulation? I'm pretty sure it is. Um, visual stimulant, I guess you could say, um, coming into effect there. And, you know, people need something to watch. That's why I've sort of got the podcast here because I can sit here and just talk and, um, you know, I'll have guests on or whatever, but, yeah, I don't, I don't need to. Be giving a visual stimulant. I guess you could say if you're making a visual, if you're making a YouTube video and you're just going to sit there and talk, you might as well have a podcast. You know what I mean? Like if if you are going to post something with a visual aspect, you have got to have that visual stimulant in there. Otherwise, people will click off. Um, so yeah, those are just a few tips for someone looking to create a page. <music> Up next, we have a question from Cooper, of course. This is Cooper from NRL TPO who appeared on the first episode of the Rugby League, In My Opinion podcast, uh, when we talked about the Parramatta Reels in 2020. So go back and check that one out, guys. But what Cooper has to ask is, what are some things you want to accomplish in 2020? Well, one thing I'm looking at right now, because uh, a bit of an insight into my personal life, I'm currently at university, studying a Bachelor of communications, looking to major in journalism, about to start my second year in March. Um, however, I'm not making a whole lot of money right now. Um, I was, I, you know, I think I promoted on the page a bit. I was uh, writing for series About Rugby League and getting paid to do so, some freelance work, and after doing that, I've sort of, I sort of got that itch to sort of work in the industry. So I have reached out to some places to possibly get some paid work um now yeah, a couple have got back to me I've also gotten to a few clubs i um, spoken to a few clubs about a possible internship no luck as of yet I've had uh one or two clubs get back to me and say unfortunately they're not looking for internships for next year at the moment or you know any work at all but you know I've still got a few I'm waiting to get back with me and I will keep looking um at other sites so you know if you are uh, you run or you work for a rugby league website and you possibly need someone to, uh, you know, work for you, write online articles and, um, you know, possibly willing to pay that person for it, here I am. So, yeah, yeah, I'm looking for a bit more paid work So I'm looking to accomplish that, I guess you could say, in 2020. Uh, one of my goals for 2019, I made the goal at the start of the year, or I think it was literally New Year's Eve. Um, I was going for... 10k follow, uh, 10k likes on Facebook, and I'm at about 9.5 right now. Look, if I have a sudden boost, I c- could possibly get close. I'm not, I don't think so, but you know, I've gotten close to it, so um, yeah, I almost accomplished that. Uh, but for 2020, I'm probably looking at 20k for Facebook. Um, you yeah, know, I don't know if that's you, you, you know, I, I'm not thinking big enough for next year, I guess you could say, because, you know, I've gotten, so I started off this year with 3,000 likes on Facebook, ending it with around 10 is 20, you know, could I do a bit more than 20? Maybe. Um, you know, I've not actually had a Facebook page with 10,000 likes before, so maybe from there, you know, you go for a bit of a boom. You know, maybe people just find your page. Maybe, uh, you know, I'm sort of big enough and well-known enough that, you know, people will just naturally come And like the page. That'd be nice. Um, I want to make a goal for Instagram as well. I started my Instagram. Wasn't exactly at the start of 2019. But it was at least like a month or two in. I'm currently at 5.3 thousand followers. So, I'm looking for about 10k um, next year, I would say. So, yeah, those are a couple of goals. So, I'd say um, looking for a bit of paid work in the industry getting Rugby League, in my opinion, to 20K and oh, on Facebook, sorry, and getting the Instagram page to about 10K. So hopefully, fingers crossed, I can accomplish that. Okay, now we have a question from Curly Cracker. He asks, who will be the player to watch out for in 2020? Made a post on this a couple of days ago. The player to watch out for for me is actually Cameron King. Um, signed a one-year deal with the Cronulla Sharks, will likely be coming off the bench for Cronulla. Bit of you know an unusual one, I guess you could say. Uh, returning from the championship, playing for the Featherstone Rovers, had a stint over there, of course played for Parramatta in the past. Um, I think Cameron King, because he really has a point to prove, and he's made that known in the public. Obviously, the past two years, he's been campaigning for an opportunity in the NRL to get a chance. He's finally getting it now, and you know he's at least going to give 100% you know, even if he doesn't end up showing improvement or whatever, yeah, you know, he's been given this opportunity that he's been fighting so hard for. You know, he's going to go at a hundred percent. He's going to give it all, he, all he's got. And I think we're going to be a bit impressed by Cameron King in 2020. Obviously, he's going to have limited minutes per game at least at first. Um, and you know, he's not going to get a whole lot of time on the field. But you know, maximizing your minutes, I guess, he's going to maximize his minutes on the field and you know, do everything he can to stand out and to be a key component in his side when he is on the field. So I'm going to go with Cameron King. Final question now, guys. We've got one in from NRL underscore Boy06 who says, where is Latrell going in 2021? Well, right now, if we look at the situation right now, the most likely situation is the Gold Coast Titans. Why, because they got the money if Dry Arrow is going to South Sydney. It seems like most other clubs have pulled out because they've signed other players um, and they nearly look like the only option. South Sydney could be as well, but they're in for Dry Arrow. Um, But from what we've heard from Latrell, currently, you know, I, I believe he's just got back from holidays or he still might even be on holidays with his family. And he's purely focused right now on preparing for the 2020 NRL season with the Roosters. Yeah, a lot of people forget, you know, the whole media yeah, upbeating of this and all the media hype. A lot of people I've noticed, at least on my page, have forgotten that Latrell Mitchell still contracted to the Roosters for 2020 and will be playing for the Roosters in 2020. A lot of people think, yeah, you know, he, he's looking to sign with a new club for 2020, but that's not the case. He's just off contract. He can talk to other teams to play for in 2021, so, you know, it's all been beat up a bit, and it's led to some people having, you know, nasty thoughts about Latrell. I just want to say, I've met Latrell for about a minute, right, I've had, you know, the shortest of short conversations came with him, like, hey, how you going, my name's Oliver, or whatever, something like that, Um, but, you know, he just seemed like a nice guy, and at the place I was at, where I did meet him, he, you know. From all accounts, he was a nice guy, and he didn't look anything but. So I don't really believe these, you know, rumours and these nasty things that he's a grub, that he's just chasing money. You know, he wanted to stay at the Roosters. You heard his interview with NRL.com. He wanted to stay with the Roosters. He just wanted to explore his options, and then the Roosters pulled out. That's it. He just wanted to go look, see what he was worth. Like, pretty much all players do. Go see what they're worth on the open market and then usually half the time they come back and they just sign with the club that they're with. But the Roosters pulled out of the deal. Um, But yeah, look, if I had to speculate right now, I would say the Titans. However, Latrell's not made a decision. He's going back to pre-season training in 2020 and look, he's he's probably spoken to some clubs but he probably won't sign until at least mid-season or something. He'll want to make sure he's pre season um, he gets that right first so he can have a strong year for the Roosters in their campaign for a third straight premiership in 2020. So I believe right now the Titans, but then again a couple of weeks ago I was thinking the Tigers, then before that the Roosters or the Ayers, whatever. I probably thought all every, every side in the NRL were probably favourites for him at one point. So right now it's the Titans and it looks likely, however, I don't think we're going to hear anything until about mid-season. I don't think Latrell will actually sign with another team until the midseason. So, there you have it, guys. Um, thank you for your questions. I'm sorry if I didn't answer some of yours. I try to keep the podcast not too long, so I've just picked out five questions there. Um, I'm going to be looking for a guest for next episode. It won't be another QA. Um, but, you know, I am I'm, I'm friends with a few uh, pages, so I'm sure. I can work something out with somebody and we can get some content out for you guys to listen to. But until next time, I've been Ozzy from Rugby League In My Opinion and this has been the Rugby League In My Opinion podcast.